Welcome to episode 200 of Flights, Football, and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? I am better than most. Not as good as some. How are you, Mike? Episode 200. Who who to thunk it, as they would, as uh, I think Yogi Berra used to say that. Right. Somebody used to say who to thunk it. Uh, it's not proper English. I'm well aware right. of that. Right. But somebody said it. Yeah. So. It's a great saying. Who to, who to thunk it? Who to thunk it? Now, when we started this nearly four years ago, I don't think either of us had an end game. Like, okay, we're going to do 100 episodes. We'll do a million episodes right. or somewhere in between. No. I think we just wanted to drink beer. Right. And I don't. I think four years ago, had you told me we'd be at episode 200, I probably would have just kind of like snickered under my breath. Yeah, whatever, dude. Right. Here we are. 200 weeks later. It's pretty cool. I I will admit that. I will admit that. All right. So now to get this thing going a little bit or a lot, we actually had um, an appetizer tasting. Is that what we want to call it? Yes, an appetizer tasting. So when I was at Opperman's, trying to get a, one more tasting that we were going to do for the pod tonight. Uh, I happened upon a can of beer and probably because it has a neon yellow uh, can there with the, with the wrapper on it. Now that does not look like a very professionally done. It looks like somebody did that in their garage. Yeah. It looks fairly ghetto, but it's called cake news and it's from a brewery in Stockholm, Sweden. It's imported by 12%, which is out of Mount Vernon, New York. And it's called Omnipoyo. I'm going to guess that's how you pronounce it. Omni and then P-O-L-L-O. Sure, it's not archival? <laughs> no, it's not, it's not archival. But, uh, but the interesting thing about this, and the reason why I had to get one can, is A, it's 10%. B, it was $11.99 for the can. So I thought, you know what? I put it back. I'm like, that's stupid. Why would I pay $11.99 for a 12-ounce can of beer? And then I started to walk away, and I'm like, wait a minute. Have I ever tasted a beer that supposedly is worth a dollar an ounce? I'm like, no. I have to find out. I think Mike has to find out if there's, you know, what a dollar an ounce beer tastes like. So this is a strawberry imperial stout. And we're basically done with it. Right. What did you think? I I, I loved it. Now, worth the ten nine uh, $11.99. $11.99 a can? I, I'm going to go ahead and say yes, because I only had half the can. Because you had half the can, I had half the can. Right. So you figure, you know, if you buy two cans, 24 bucks. Yep. And you drink both cans by yourself. You're going to probably be oh. feeling pretty good, just yep. a bit ready to sit back and relax. So, And it had a wonderful strawberry chocolate mix flavor. It, it was, uh, yeah, the Imperial Stout. Yep. It, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a very good beer. Uh, it said it had 65 IBUs. Yeah. See, that's, again, <laughs> and, and again, I lied. There li- were no I, IBUs I, on I, this thing. I lied to the listeners. At one point, I'm going to really thoroughly deep dive into the IBUs, but- International bitterness units, and there's zero yeah. bitterness in this beer, none whatsoever. There's not a scent of bitterness. It's almost literally like you're taking a chocolate covered strawberry, right. eating it, and then on the finish, you can get a little bit of alcohol. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. But 
to start this off on the first tasting. Right. Yeah. Cause that wasn't an official tasting. No, that, was that wasn't. That was just a, that was just a morbid curiosity. Hey, yeah. I have $12 to burn. Let's see what that is. So for the listeners out there, if you ever run into this, it's cake news, uh, from the Omnipoyo brewing company, uh, neon yellow, yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. The can, you, the can definitely doesn't look like it's eleven ninety nine. Like Dave said, I mean, it's almost like your uh, brother in law patched something around right. a, an old bush light can. <laughs> but uh, but I'm telling you what, it's it's good, very good, very good. tasty. I'm not. I don't know if it's worth a dollar an ounce, but everybody again, if, if, if you bought a judge. couple of them and drank it just like after dinner, is almost yeah. like a dessert beer. I think it would work. Quite honestly, I don't know if you could drink it all night because it is very sweet. Oh, it's, it's rich. it would be rich. It, yeah, it, yeah. it's sweet, but it was very good. All right. Yeah, I bet you I would rate this a four, but this is not a official rating of the pod because it was a pre-pod Correct. deal. So. Correct. I would be right there with you. All right. The next one is from Southern Tier Brewing Company, and they are out of Lakewood, New York. And this is the Caramel Pump King, not pumpkin, Pump King. It's an imperial pumpkin ale, if I, and I also saw somewhere where it said it's a yam beer. That's the first time I've seen that before, so we'll have to look into what what's what the hell is a yam beer. I don't know. I have no idea. Me neither, but we're going to find out. So the specifics, 8.6% alcohol, 44 IBUs. All right, and with the certain tea bottle opener. Can I have that yes, after sir. you're done with it, please? Thank you. You purchase more bottles than I do, I think, Dave. It's not intentional. Right now, uh, especially with the pumpkin stuff, I noticed the Opperman's display, it's it's mostly bottles. That smells sensual. <laughs> really? Yes, it does. Oh, it kind of does. I, as I, I, as I was... loyal listeners of 199 other episodes will recognize the dull clink of the Maple Grill stainless steel cup and the maple grill pint glass but i but right here you say it's sensual but look at the color on that too yeah that's all right wow yeah. if you like pumpkin and like i said jen and caitlin got a pumpkin beer from uh fuck i can't even remember where it was from that we'll have next week or episode 203 mm-hmm. so we'll we'll see how that is but yeah that is very rich i get more a way more pumpkin than i do car- i'm gonna go i'm sticking with caramel okay. I, I i'm <laughs> I not knew, going I caramel i'm not going pick, caramel I, I also picked this one because of the whole caramel yeah, caramel i'm going tomato, car- tomato but if thing. you look at the if you were new to the english language and just looked at that you would go caramel Mm-hmm. C-A-R-A-M-E-L, caramel. It's caramel to me. Yeah. You know, tomato, tomato. Ca- caramel. Do you, do you want a caramel? Caramel apple. Yeah, Nobody ever apple. said to me, you want a caramel apple? Right. Huh? No. So no. anyway, but yeah, that's very good. All right. So we want to go shows? Yes. It's going to be pretty short. Mine too. <laughs> and that's what I, I've heard that my whole life. <laughs> but both, I'm pumped. That's but, what she said. Yeah, both in size and duration. So again, all, all those and I watched, we've got a lot of things lined up for the docket, you know, getting ready to settle into the winter. Yeah. 
Billions. We just watched episode nine. And I think we're in for a fantastic finish. Because Bobby's got to be, because allegedly Bobby was only going to be in six of 12. And he's only been in, I think, two or, well, 10, 11, 12. So there's three left. He's been in three. Yeah. So he's going to be in the last three. And the three good characters just got put on blast to end episode nine. And you know a series finale that you, you wouldn't think the protagonists are going to get fucked over, right? Right. So last night was the perfect episode. And like I said, last week, I said, ah, it's almost a little bit cheesy with they're bringing in the wrestler here and an NBA player here and there and whatever. Last night, well, Liz and I watched it last night. It was Sunday that it came out. Ep- uh, season episode 10 is this Sunday. They got it all set up. The you know the protagonists got their backs against the wall. They're defeated. You know Michael Prince going to be running for president. Going to shut the good guys down. And now the last three episodes, I think I think we see the protagonists rally the troops, get their vengeance, yeah. and end the season on a high note. And Bobby should be in the last three because yeah. he's only been in three of the nine, and it said he was in six of twelve. Yeah, I could see him. I, I could can see do the him. math. I could see him working working things to help reverse the yes, tide yes. from you know backstage. Or do you think because it's Bobby Axelrod, Bobby Axelrod, he'll come front stage? He'll come front st- stage at the end, but it was it was left episode nine that Michael Prince says he's going to London. Because okay. that's where Bobby's at. Gotcha. So he's he's going to confront Bobby, but you know, I mean, hey, if they if they spin us, if they give us a swerve, yeah, yeah, we'll see. I did not. The only thing I watched this week was sports. Monday night, a little bit of Sunday night, a little bit of Monday night football, which does not count in this particular segment. So I send it back over to you, sir. All right. So let's go inside the ropes, Dave. Fastlane. My picks were three and two. If I had to grade Fastlane on a premium live event, I will give it. You, you, how would you score this as a teacher? You're a teacher, so how would you score this? It was better than a C plus, but I don't know if it was quite a B minus. So do do you show favoritism? And if you don't like the student, it's a C plus. Well, the way it usually would work is how much effort. You okay. Know? Well, they they put effort in, so I'll give it a B minus. But go. if you, if you're gonna score, if you're gonna grade it a C plus, I won't argue on that. It was a filler premium live event. Only five matches. My record was three and two. The one I'm disappointed is Judgment Day losing to Cody and main event Jey Uso. But it is what it is. Uh, the bigger story of the the wrestling week since we last talked was Tuesday night. AEW Dynamite had to go on Tuesday night because Braves Phillies are playing. Well, they're playing right now, but they also played last night because it's tonight's Thursday, but we'll get to that baseball later. So AEW Dynamite had to go to Tuesday night. So what WWE did for NXT, and NXT is their, I don't want to say minor league system, but it's their developmental up, up and coming. Yeah, yeah, up and coming developmental league. There's like they do it in an arena with 
300 to 800 people. Oh, wow. I mean, that's yeah, how yeah. small it is. Gotcha. And um, Cena was there. Oh, wow. Rhea and Dom were there. Dom actually lost a match to uh, Dragunov. Uh, refereed by L.A. Knight. Yeah. <laughs> and um, in the it ended with the American Badass because they did officially retire The Undertaker. So Mark Calloway came out as the American Badass, got in the ring, called out Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker is one of the Steiner's sons and he's probably the next big talent coming out of wwe and you know he's always going to be the undertaker to me the american badass is in my opinion was mark calloway's worst gimmick right because everybody knew it was the undertaker now all of a sudden he's not the dead man he's riding a motorcycle come on that was that was his worst gimmick but that i think they wanted to officially retire the undertaker so i don't know if you'll ever see the undertaker shit again right nate can correct me on I, that yeah, if and I'm i wrong. didn't expect to and but so he came out as the american badass on the bike he got in the ring he said, hey listen young man you know everywhere you go somewhere around the corner there's going to be somebody bigger badder and then he fucking choke slammed him you know the <laughs> 500 people popped yeah and you know Bronze, I mean that does that does wonders for Braun Breaker's c- career because he got choke slammed by the, the American badass. So what WWE did was they sent a lot of the big stars, hyped it up. Hey, we got our big stars on NXT. They drew like nine hundred. They had nine hundred and six thousand viewers, whereas AEW had six hundred thousand. And it is what it is. WWE is always going to be better than AEW. Yeah. AEW is a whole different type of storyline. We've got a owner that has dad's money. You know, dad owns the Jaguars and other soccer teams and Tony runs a wrestling. League. And it's, it's a nice alternative to wrestling. Sure. Alternative wrestling. It is wrestling. I'm not going to dis, discredit yeah. them like that, but yeah, it's different, but they're they're never going to be the WWE. Even I don't even think the biggest AEW fan on the planet would admit that. Yeah, would say, "Oh, we'll, we'll eventually beat the WWE," because uh, especially now with the the MMA backing and the the merger and that. Yeah, you're never going to. But it's a nice alternative if that's what you want to watch. Right. And there are things on AEW that I do like. A lot of things I don't. I mean, it's just right. Whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so that was the big story. NXT outdrew Dynamite on Tuesday night, head to head by 300,000. NXT is on USA and Dynamite is on TBS or TNT. So it's not like, it, it's one thing like if NXT was on CBS. Right. And AEW was on a, a lesser channel. That's not apples to apples. But USA and TNT, USA, TBS, in my opinion, is apples to apples. It's cable television. Right. So Agreed. Yeah. And then um, you were on No DQ again. Yes. No DQ Review, episode 250-something. Sorry, Aaron and Caitlin, and I forgot the exact number, but way ahead of our 200. But, ooh, I've got it on the computer, yeah. but I've got this running here. Uh, it was two, two, 255? 255, 250-something. Two, so they're way ahead of us. I yeah. think it uh, – anyway. I enjoy watching it. 
It was I good. being on there. Yeah. Yep. It was uh it was it was good. The... A little bit of a rage quit moment, if you will, by <laughs> one of the panelists, but hey, not everybody can be happy all the time. That's right. That's right. But um we're I had a note on there. Um you had uh Mr. Reliable. Um now he Mr. Reliable, uh is it the Robbie Vice? He he was the one that got upset. Yeah, just... he was he was the one that he was the one that rat rage quit. Yep. And then you have Aaron Rift, yourself, and then the moderator, Virtue. Yes. Yes. And so you guys went over some of that stuff. I liked so Virtue comes right out. I want to know, you know, I, I think I saw you smile, so I don't think you minded it, but he introduced you as the law lo- the long the lost brother warrior. of the I, ultimate I warrior. I don't see how I look like <laughs> if he's comparing us from the chest up. I, I take it the ultimate warrior is a compliment because the ultimate warrior was ripped. So yeah, yeah I don't take that. Yeah, how do you get offended by that? No, I, I mean, if he's so. if he's calling, maybe he's he's referring to that as my, our wrestling abilities because the <laughs> ultimate warrior was a terrible in ring worker. Oh, was he? And, and well, but then again, he so looked am good. I. He had a good. Then, but then again, I'm probably him too because I've never been inside the squared circle. Um, and then the other thing that caught my notes was. Uh, you know, I've been saying here in the I don't know how for how many episodes. Eventually, in in any of the episodes, you make a reference to Pornhub. Yes, I did. It, it, it went over like a fart in church on that <laughs> format, but I was actually pretty proud of it because because we can go tell the story if you want. Because I was actually pretty proud of it. Nobody even well, fucking you blinked. guys were debating about who liked what and right. who likes and and they've they've got this going on and it's you know there's a, and you're like hey. There's something for everybody. It's just like Pornhub. There's just you pick your category. I, I think I, I think I went with 67. I should have went with 69, 69. but I went with yeah, 67. I, I thought you dropped the ball on that one. But, but it, I think the whole thing went over like a fart trick. It but did. It, there's 67 categories on Pornhub. <laughs> subcategories. You yeah. know, feet. Harry, BBW, there's all sorts of different categories, a little something for everybody, and that's what wrestling is, and they just, like, it went over to cricket, so, you know, I don't, you know. Well, I think at the time, I think Aaron was looking down to see if there were any, um, uh, what is it when somebody puts money? Super chat. A super chat. He was looking down to see, you know, who was, who was chatting and, you know, what was being said if there was a super chat, and you said that, and his head popped up. <laughs> like, did he just say what I thought he just said? And, but but it's but it's true though. I mean, not yeah, everybody. Yeah. And then the you know the the only, the guy that tapped out. My only this this would be, this won't be my fuck you because I got a better fuck you. But he early on, and this isn't even why he tapped out. And early on, he's like, "Well, I can't believe you're so emotional over you get so emotionally invested over a wrestler." I did. I, and I, you I, even I, text me on that after the day. Hey, that was a good. That was a good stream. Um, blah 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 blah. We talked back. And you said, well, but man, I can't believe that guy. And it's like if you're not going to be invo- emotionally invested in a wrestler, why in the fuck are you watching wrestling? Because like I told you pre pod here today, Dave is like, well, you, you're aware it's fake, right? So everybody <laughs> there knows what's happening. Right. It's a live in action soap opera. If you're not going to be emotionally invested in the wrestler, stay at home, pull the blanket up over you, watch a little people's court and judge Millian and, you know, (laughs) in the dark and, you know, you you can go from there. 
but it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Why are you? Gee, I can't believe you're so emotionally invested in a wrestler. Have you seen the fans in a stadium? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, what do you? I don't even. And I, I wanted to. I wanted to go off right there, but it's like you didn't. You you you. That's what actually. Yourself. And actually, Caitlin texted me. She said, "I'm pretty. I'm proud of the way you handled yourself." But it was like you just sat and then, back and, and even Mister Mister Reliable after the guy left, he said, "He said, yeah, he he jumped Mike early on and." And it was like, but I didn't even understand why he was jumping me. It's like, wait a second. So I'm emotionally invested. So why would you go to a wrestling match that you know is scripted just to sit there? I mean, unless you're trying to look at him. Wow. Look at the size of that fucking wrench in that guy's pants. <laughs> if, I mean, if that's what you're there for. But then again, you're still that you're still kind of emotionally invested in that guy, right? You're like, wow, where could that go? <laughs> but it's like, and it was just, and I, I didn't even really know how to respond to it because it was like, because I think I think main event Jey Uso sucks, right? I, yeah, he's, I know. He's, <clears throat> yeah, anyways, you said that. Yeah, yep. But anyway, what? But, yeah, go yeah. ahead. No, I just. Yeah, that that was that whole thing, and then irony reared its ugly head, and he got emotional about something that everybody kind of sat back and went, "What? What? Why is what? How are you making that connection?" You know, well, and others did. Maybe it's been, maybe because I'm not a Jewish man that I don't know what was offensive about that skit. Yeah. So I was called an asshole, but then virtue had my back. And then he said, well, anybody who feels that way can go fuck themselves. And out he went. And then he showed everybody because he unsubscribed or dropped out of all the Facebook groups. <laughs> yes, that's right. It's like no, no DQ is probably never going to recover. Yeah, I'm sure they'll recover by uh, tomorrow. But, uh, but yeah, so that. Uh, but I do have fun doing that. Yeah, yeah. Although, like I said, I feel a little inferior to because those guys i i think those guys watch wrestling for a different reason than i do i watch it just for the escape the male soap opera hey i like her i don't like her i like him i don't like him i want him to win i want him to win right whereas the where those guys are like more of a business end of it and it's like Like, the business end of it really doesn't the decisions of the script makers how is this going to take the business and whether CM Punk returns or not, and it's like, you know what? I really don't care if CM Punk returns because, you know, just like I always say to everybody, Dave, where you're teaching, you could go into your, your, the school tomorrow, tell everybody, go get fucked, I quit. I could go to my work tomorrow, say, I go get fucked, I quit. And you know what? School's still going to be taught where you teach. Yep. And shit's going to be delivered where I work. Yep. <laughs> That's the bottom line, right? I right. mean, it's like, you know, you would like to think it's like, oh, geez. Yeah. Mr. Dawson was way better than Joe Blow. Nonetheless, Joe Blow's teaching your class and right. <laughs> the show's going on, buddy. Yep. No, agreed. 100%. So, 100%. So. All right. Are we close to rating? I'm ready, brother. All right. I'm first. And buddy is a combination of brother and buddy. So in case anybody picked <laughs> it works, up on that's that. actually might be a new word. Yeah. I'm going to write that yeah. down. Let's patent it. B R U D D I E. Yes. For, and okay. then for why? No, B R O. B R O. Brody. Brudda. Kind of like yeah, Brudda. Br- yeah. Brody. Brody. Okay. Brody. No, it would be B R A. Let's go B R A. Brody. 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 Yeah, that sounds. And good. then episode four hundred, when we have like eighteen or nineteen listeners, 
Yeah. That'll go somewhere. <laughs> For sure. All right. So I am... Do, 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 do. One more poll. I've got my rating down, so I, I will not copy you. 3 point... This is pretty damn good. I'm going to go... But I don't know if that cake news has got me all disheveled as far as... All right, I got to do it. Three point... I'm somewhere between 3.7 and 3.9, but I don't want to... be 3.8. I know. I don't want to... I don't, I don't want to undersell it. Uh, I guess I'll go 3.8. All right, well... I don't know if it's one of my favorite beers. It's one of my higher rated beers because we go 0.00 to 5.00. And I rated this based on wasn't expecting much. And as a pumpkin, it was fantastic. There are a lot of other IPAs I would rather drink before this. Mm -hmm. But for this being what it was, I rated it a 3.0. Nine seven. I couldn't go into the four range just because it's like I don't think this is one of my favorite beers. Right, but for what you read on the bottle, yeah, spot on three point nine seven. There we go. Now, while you were doing that, I looked up on the Untapped and the Untapped crowd. The Untapped crowd was uh, eight point five thousand. Good sample size. I wouldn't expected it to be that high of a sample. Eight. That's yeah. nice. All right. And. The rating for those, the average for those 8.5 thousand is 3.86. All right, a little more than you, a little less than me, but we're right in the neighborhood, David. we're, We're in the neighborhood. Hey, I've got a question for everybody. Have you ever had a craving for a home cooked meal over an open flame prepared by somebody who really knows what they're doing, made with the freshest local farm to table ingredients? And to make it even better, to be able to wash it down with your favorite craft beer brewed on site. Then to top it all off, to have this amazing meal in a warm, friendly atmosphere. Well, next time you have that craving, go to the Maple Grill. Right when you walk in, you'll know you're in the right place with the smell of the open grill and the generous selection of craft brews on tap. All you have to do is get yourself, family, and friends to 13105 Gratiot Road in Hemlock, Michigan. It's always a good idea before leaving the house or work to be sure to check out the daily menu posted on their website, themaplegrill.net. Themaplegrill, G-R-I-L-L-E.net. Well, all right, Mike, that was good. So this next one's going to be as good, I'm anticipating. This next tasting is all the way from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is from Broken Bat Brewing in Milwaukee. It's called the Ripper. It's a double NEPA or double New England IPA for those people that don't know what a NEPA is. And the specifics are 8% and zero IBUs. And you found this place because loyal listener Grant Davis said, hey, if Dave's going to Milwaukee, have him go here. And he sent the location directions for Broken Bat Brewing Company. Yep. And you, Shelly, Max McKenna. Yep. Now, Max and McKenna didn't follow us to the brewery, of course, but they were stayed with their team and did their thing. And Shelly just... Unacceptable. Shelly and I just went out. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, did but... They, did you just drink or did you eat there? Uh, no food there. Well, okay. they had a food truck. Okay. They had a food truck out, out back, which, which is, looked which good. It's per usual for some breweries. Yeah. 
So uh, out of an old warehouse. Uh, right. I'm really impressed with the downtown. Now, is the Milwaukee. Ripper one of the ones you had on your flight or not? Is this kind of like a little cheating on your part? All right. I, that's respectable. <laughs> it might be a little cheating on my just part. That's like I did with the, the Mackinac Island one. Yeah. I had it on a sample, loved it, and you and I tasted it on the, the, the pod and loved and, it and, just the same. So And Jake, our bartender. That's bar- not really officially cheating, but sort of kind of. Jake, our bartender server, um, you know, he... We talked about which one I should bring back to the pod. And I'm like, yeah, Mike is going to love the double IPA here. Uh, the Ripper. And yeah, that's, yeah, it was, it was, it was great. Uh, good atmosphere. A lot of people walking around downtown. Um, looked like a lot of fun. And I had a couple of the breweries down there kind of scoped out. But Grant, um, you know, he kind of said, no, you got to do this one. So we did, and I'm glad we did. Now you've got yours in that one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna yeah. use the Austin Brothers. And I got the uh, Kenny Creek, same style glass. You know, the traditional pint is probably so traditional is my favorite, but this is probably my next favorite style of glass. Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers. How about them notes? Yeah. Perfect <laughs> IPA. Right. Grapefruit on the the front end. Yeah, that's very good. All right, now, but the one thing I want to call out to the, any listener out there, because I'm I'm stumped by it. All right, Broken Bat Brewing Company, the Ripper Double IPA, eight percent. You've said all that. On the side of the can, it says the Ripper, an ode, which means like a, a little tribute, right, to the greatest punch out in MLB history. If John. The Ripper Tumpane. Tumpane, T-U-M-P-A-N-E, is behind the dish. You better not get caught looking with two strikes. Just like a hitter meeting his demise at the plate, don't get caught without this delicious summer double IPA. John the Ripper Tumpane, is that is he a real umpire that would ring guys up? Apparently. I've, I've never heard of him. Yeah, so we'll, we'll have yeah, to look them yeah. up. So hopefully we remember to do that between segment two and three, and we'll get back to the listeners. Perfect in the sports section because that'll yes. be so, that'll be a little educational. Yeah. yeah. But before we get to sports section, I think you and Shelly yeah, actually did. did sample other beers from Broken Bat Brewing Company. We did. We had a nice. We had a nice. We each had a different flight, so we could knock out more of the stuff that they had there. Arm Barn Hazy IPA, another eight percenter. That was really good. Uh, we both enjoyed that. Just a wit outside. So that's just capital A, capital W I T. Just a wit outside was a Belgian wit beer. So it's a style of beer. Yeah. That's a 5%. <laughs> uh, I know your favorites and I know what you don't like. And then uh, the Mick was another NEPA. Double IPA, uh, New England. No, that was not a double. My my apologies. That was just a New England IPA, a six percenter. We both really enjoyed that one. Beach Bum Pineapple Milkshake. Uh, that's a. It was a milkshake IPA, pineapple vanilla IPA finish, lightest milkshake I've had. I put it at a three point nine five. It was delicious. And then uh, the concession stand pink lemonade. It was a smoothie style Weiss. 
That was probably our least favorite, but you'd have to be into the Weisses and yeah, the lighter. And, and the Weiss beer. I would have never, ever chose that on a flight because yeah. I actually hate Weisses. Yeah, the pink lemonade was something yeah. kind of. Oh, I'm not yeah. arguing with you for choice. I, I just, I would, I would yeah, have yeah. never chose it, though. I uh, completely we, understand. Weiss, Weiss, Weiss beers fucking suck, in my opinion. Right. And we wouldn't probably have tried just a, a, a Weiss. But the pink but lemonade. But the pink lemonade little, was like, hey, let's give this right. one a try. And then, of course, the Ripper, and then the Ofer Cold IPA, 6.7%. That was another good one. We had that in the mid to upper between the two of us. We probably averaged out, let me see, probably like a 3.6. See, now the Ofer, I get that reference from right. Broken Bat Brewing Company, the Ofer. You, you didn't get a hit, bro. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> yeah, but we'll just have to research the Tumpane thing and obviously somebody's got some inside information well one thing that was cool like behind the bar they had a bunch of bobbleheads you know baseball bobblehead collections there's a there's a bar in cleveland um fuck it uh, he'll he'll never listen to this but yeah God damn what is that fucking bar in cleveland that we fucking go to every year for opening day but anyway there's a bunch, yeah. there's i mean it's an entire wall of bobbleheads all sports and everything right. anyway right, right, right. must be a pain in the ass to dust right yeah but it must be fun watching them after you do so if you're in milwaukee make sure you stop by the broken bat brewery uh there's lots of you know if you if the food truck there at the time is not your forte there's a lot of good restaurants within a block Um, did you do the food truck or what was a food truck when you guys were there we didn't we were we were we were pretty hungry and we wanted to try it i had a recommendation from a friend that works for rockwell automation they have a they have a hub there and uh, he said, you got to go to Olydia's. And so uh, Olydia's was a restaurant around the block. And that was that was amazing. That was that was great. What was the food truck that was there with Mexican? Ta- yeah, it's taco. Oh, OK. Taco food truck. I bet you that was good. Though. I, I, yeah. I would imagine it was. Uh, they got slammed all of a sudden. Shelly and I were there and, you know, it was it was pretty docile and probably about seven. That means 45. Slow for those not. Sorry. You know, I didn't mean to put a fancy word into the podcast. But, uh, yeah, and then I looked around, and then the noise, and finally I found myself shouting, you know, at Shelly, and I looked around, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, holy that mean, shit. That means you're at a good place, though, because yeah. that, the, it, the, it, the noise builds to a crescendo. Oh, yeah. Crescendo? Yeah. Yeah, no. Crescendo. It was, crescendo. It was yeah. packed. And it, yeah, it was, How a, many it was a good vibe. How many $5 words can we use in this segment? <laughs> Probably some. <laughs> Where's Shannon Bula with her words we need to use? Remember back in the Bum-fuzzled. day, she was... <laughs> What was the word? Bumfuzzled. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that one. But um, I don't think Shannon listens anymore. Maybe not. I saw Brian from Seven Up. And he said he's like two behind. I'm like, yeah, right, fucker. Yeah, LeBrake said he's two behind. Fuck you, Tim. <laughs> you're you're my most loyal listener just because I called you out and said you let your kids play on the phone and clash, you motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, so no, but- hopefully that see now that if he doesn't pause, hey Mike, I do listen. Yeah, I know he's not listening. Right. So a little call out, little little. Yeah. Put the ball in their corner. Fuck them. <laughs> so before we go into sports, just want to and I we really did both Shelly and I, Shelly and I. Um, if Max and McKenna have another tournament over there, it's going to be the number one reason for us going over there, probably a hundred percent for us going over there was to watch them play in their tournament. Now it's going to be 50% maximum kind of 50% to go back downtown and kind of explore Milwaukee a little bit. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, it was good. So into sports. Are we good? 
No? What am I forgetting? Yeah, we're getting ready to go to sports. Okay. I have a little corrections corner with the sports thing. So if you were listening last week, I said, oh, yeah, and Max, or Max, Mike was asking a bunch of questions about Ultimate Frisbee and finally found out it's not Frisbee golf. Correct. Okay, it's 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 a competition against, and I said, nine on nine, it's actually seven on seven. So that's my first mistake. And then um, you had a bunch of excellent questions, and I tried to answer them as best I could, and I was pretty much wrong on every single thing <laughs> you asked enough. me. So now well, you're a track coach, you're not a frisbee coach, <laughs> right? So typically they they would prefer to play on a football field. That's about the right size, gives them about the right room. But in this case, in the tournament they were at, in the space that they had, they had 49 teams, 49 clubs. And so they had to have 24 fields. And the size of the fields, I would say, was probably about the size of a hockey rink, possibly a little smaller. So that's obviously a lot less than a football field. Right. Uh, well, nah, probably a, li- probably a little bit bigger than a, than a hockey rink simply because it's a rectangle and not an oval anyway. So, and I started asking people like, well, don't you usually play on soccer fields or football? They said, w- we play wherever we find space. So right. w- whatever we got to do, that's where we play, but it's typically seven on seven, not nine on nine. And you asked the question, would a school the size of Michigan Tech play like a Michigan State or a Big Ten school, something along those lines? So in Max's, they had pool play first, 49 teams again. They have pool play first. And then I'm looking at the team that Max is playing, and they're destroying them. I mean, they're, their coach is Max's team is destroying-, destroying the team that they're playing, and I'm looking at the – and finally I look over and I'm like, those kids are high schoolers. And so I walked over when Max came off the field and I, I'm like, are they high schoolers? He's like, yeah, this sucks. <laughs> like, what are they doing putting high schoolers against you guys? So they, they played a, in this particular tournament, they played a 13. Whenever they get to seven, the first team to get to seven, that's halftime. If the first team gets to seven in the first seven like throws or seven kickoffs or whatever you want to call it. Throw throw. or toss maybe. Yeah. If they get to seven in the first seven minutes or what, then that's halftime, but there's an hour and a half limit. So some games that are really tight and there's good competition, they go the hour and a half, the horn sounds game over, whatever the score is. But I think shit. I mean, there was one game, Max and Michigan State, they won in like, I'm going to say like 12 minutes. <laughs> it was I'm like, what is going on? They're like, we don't know. We have no idea what's going on with this. Uh, they did have the last on Saturday, the last game we did get to see. They played Notre Dame. Now, I will give Notre Dame props because apparently after the game, I'm like, you guys wax those guys pretty easy. Max said, well, they're still in their tryout period. And so Notre Dame actually had three teams and their coach was talking to our coach and they divided up their, their returning star players on the three teams and then divided everybody else. So it was diluted if you, if you will. But um, I guess Minnesota goes to nationals every year. And so in bracket play the following day on Sunday, 
Uh, and you guys didn't see. We did not. No, I, we took off at six in the morning. Shelly's birthday. Shelly's birthday. I wish her a happy birthday. Yeah, you did. Yeah, she appreciated that when we were yeah, listening to the pod on the way home. But, uh, yeah, so Saturday they played Notre Dame. So they were undefeated. She wasn't offended by the sticky finger comments? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, I, don't know about, I don't know about it. <laughs> God. Yeah. Yeah, we won't we won't go into that. But um <laughs> you set it up. I mean, you brought you fucking brought it up. So it's not really on me. But anyway, I don't know on. I brought if I brought up stinky finger. <laughs> it, you took it in that direction, okay, but yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. But uh the, so the, anyway, they were undefeated uh, 4-0 the first day they got into bracket play and they lost to a national champion perennial in Minnesota. And here's the funny thing. They got so it's U of M Michigan State. Right? Yep. And it's three o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday. The two coaches got together and they're like, Hey, if we play this game, there's a chance we're not gonna get back to Michigan, back to Ann Arbor right. and East Lansing until one or two one and two in the morning, respectively, if we if things go well. Let's just bag it. <laughs> let's just go. Let's not play this game. Let's go home and get these kids, you know, home at a decent time because they've got class tomorrow. And apparently everybody was like, hell yeah, let's get the hell out of here. Nobody would, neither one of those teams was playing for the championship of the tournament. I mean, the best I think either of them could do was like third. Whoever was going to win, if they went right. on to win, was going to take third. So they're like, screw this. Let's get home two hours earlier. So everybody. So actually, so Frisbee's lower level than wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, it's so scripted. Yeah. Well, I mean, not in a scripted part, but they just agreed, let's just forfeit and let's get get everybody home. And, you know. They're fucking uh, adults. Yeah. You can't get home at 1 o'clock in the morning. Well, I'll I'll leave this fucking podcast at 9.30 at night drunk as a skunk, and I'll still get up for work. Well, that's true. (laughs) I mean. But driving for six hours and then getting up. Those kids that have eight o'clock classes, there ain't nobody fucking having eight o'clock class. And if you're on the frisbee team, you got carte blanche to come and go as you please. <laughs> oh, this sure. is snowflake community we live in. It's like, come on, motherfucker, play. You're gonna go all the way to fucking Wisconsin and then fucking tap. <laughs> well, there. geez, I I have a new fu for today. <laughs> so that's what happened. So Max or McKenna didn't bring home the gold. No, nobody uh, brought home the gold. Whose team did better? Did well that well. This is the thing too. The opposite happened for. And McKenna. you said every le- not to interrupt, but yeah. but I'm going to. Yeah. You said you you could have a Michigan State and a Joe Blow University. Not only Michigan State, each other. you could have a high school team okay, go against fair each other. Yeah. But it's still it's girls, girls, yes, guys, guys. Correct. All right. Yeah. So who whose team finished higher? Max's. Okay. Yeah. Well, McKenna, and that was the thing McKenna was a little pissed about. And I guess this. If and, she was forced to go home to go to bed, I w- no, would she didn't because so. no, they they played all their games because they weren't up in the bracket enough to to warrant that. But you asked me if a Michigan Tech would play like a Michigan State yeah. or D- they played all D one in their pool play. It was all D one yeah. schools. So you know there was. Uh, Let's see. There was Minnesota, Illinois, Iowa, Iowa State, uh, Northwestern, Marquette, Wisconsin. Uh, that's in McKenna's. That's in McKenna. Yeah. Well, and they had most of them had boys and oh, girls teams. Yeah. Um, MSU, of course, U of M, and uh, Mizzou. 
There were some teams from uh, Missouri University. Who won it all? Do we know or no? Minnesota for the boys. I'm not sure for the girls. I didn't look. They probably didn't have to drive home, so they won. <laughs> probably. Everybody forfeited to the <laughs> team with the shortest drive home. <laughs> um, yeah, probably. All right. So a little bit. Anyway, I was wrong, but now you got the you got the full scoop. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. So now one last question on frisbee, and we'll leave it at that. All right. Like, do you throw the frisbee into a net, or do you got to nope. do you have to cro- catch it and cross a goal? Line? You have to catch it and land with a foot in the end zone, one right. foot in. So, like, if I catch it at three yards from the end zone, I have to stop and then throw it to a teammate who in can... the end zone. Okay, yeah, correct. All right. Yep. Fair enough. Yep. And there's you know there's collisions. They had they had a couple kids that had to get kind of helped off the field a little bit. It got intense in some of those games. It's a, it's definitely a contact sport. Yep. All right. Fair enough. Well, I think it's time to go into this other sports, right, Dave? Let's do it. All right. Major League Baseball American League Championship Series is an all Texas series. The Rangers will face the Astros because the <laughs> Orioles <laughs> got swept. Yeah. And hey, Nathan Ivaldi dealt. And shows just why Heim Bloom was fired because he didn't re-sign Nathan Ivaldi. So, and in the National League, shocker of all shockers, Arizona sweeps the Dodgers. So now they are awaiting the Phillies and the Braves. The Phillies are up two to one. Game four in Philadelphia is. Uh, it's about 20 minutes away from starting mm-hmm. as of this pod. I hope Phillies win, and it'll be Arizona-Philadelphia and Texas-Houston, the final four in baseball. And I know you've been there, but that Milwaukee stadium is kind of impressive. Yeah, it's weird. It's almost like a sci-fi type thing. <laughs> My favorite thing about the Milwaukee stadium is the Little League field outside of it. Yeah, so kind of like San Diego's got the same thing. Yeah, San Diego is one of my favorite stadiums. Yeah. Or ballparks. Right. Um, college football? Yeah, let's go college football. We're going to leave one game for next segment, and right. loyal listeners will, will, will know where I'm going with that. Okay. But, oh, phone's close, too close. Um, last week, Oklahoma, Texas. Yeah. Oklahoma scores late because Texas can't defend the Red River rivalry. Big win for Oklahoma. Notre Dame loses convincingly, really, at Louisville. And USC, they won, but they were getting smoked early, fought back, and ended up winning in three overtimes. So. I think nothing's still wide open in college football. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's going to be a fun race to the finish this week. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. What's your favorite game this week? <laughs> well, this is my least favorite game. And being an MSU alum, I think this is the first time that MSU's going to be getting points from Rutgers. Last oh, I checked, yeah. Rutgers was minus four and a half. So I don't know. You'll have to, anybody listening right now, if it's before Saturday, you know, check your phone or yeah, whatever. If you're an but... underdog to Rutgers, you're not that good. No, <laughs> it's pretty bad. And then on the other side of the coin, U of M, 
They're laying 33 and a half to Indiana. I don't think Indiana's that bad, are they? Uh, they're two and three. But again, like I pointed out to the listeners many, many times, nobody thinks U of M's 33 and a half points better than Indiana. What that number means is like, hey, we got to get enough people betting Indiana right. to offset all the people betting Michigan because everybody knows Michigan's going to beat the ever-loving dog shit out of them. Right. So what's the magic number to get enough people to bet Indiana, Indiana to minimize our losses for all the people betting Michigan? Right. It's just betting 101. Right. 33 and a half. Let's see. Michigan has been scoring 44. Let's say it'll be 52. So 52 for Michigan. 33 and a half would be 18 and a half. Indiana can't score 18 and a half. Lay it. Michigan scores 52, Indiana scores less than 18 and a half, lay it. Yeah. That's my pick. Okay. And then the other one that I was looking at was Oregon-Washington, both 5-0, and number 8 versus number 7. Probably the best game on the docket for this week. Um, in Oregon, you know what? I'm taking Oregon into point. Oregon is not an underdog to anybody. Yeah. The only reason Washington, I mean, it's a home game for Washington. I'm taking the Ducks. And traditionally, the other game on the docket that's of interest is Notre uh, Dame, USC, U- Notre Dame. Notre Dame, USC, and yeah. Notre, uh, wait a second. Whoa, wait a second. What happened? Because last time According I checked, Notre my- Dame was given three. Notre Dame okay, was laying yeah. three. This is Thursday, everybody. Dave and I do NFL picks, which we'll get to here in a few minutes. I'm telling you right now, I am personally putting my account balance on BetMGM, which isn't a lot. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to fucking blow smoke up your ass and say, oh, I've got $27 million in the account. I don't have that. It's like... 290 bucks. Right. I'm going to wager $290. 145 on USC on the money line and 145 on USC plus three because USC wins that game going away. But I got to play a little chicken shit and cover my fucking hedge my bet a little bit. Otherwise, I should go 290 plus. How in the fuck is Notre Dame favored? When they just got beat by LSU when they're facing one of the best teams in the country. That's a line maker mistake, and that's Notre Dame money influencing the point spread. USC plus the three. Take it. I'm betting the money line. Take the points just in case. Final score, USC 34, Notre Dame 22. All right, you heard it here. 22 is a horrible football number, but I'm sticking with it because it's the first thing that came out of my mouth. Holy fuck. How in the fuck is Notre Dame a three-point favorite in that game? No I, offense, Sonny. I know you listen to this pod. Jesus. I know you listen to this pod so, sometimes, Sonny, in your travels across the great state of Michigan, but how in the hell is Notre Dame favored? Because they're at home. Yeah, and USC is still going to fucking The ghost of Rudy. Yeah. Caleb Williams still going to smoke them. All right, one last thing before we get to the NFL. We have our first ever. First ever. Beep, 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 beep. 
we have our first installment of the 2023-2024 OV watch. Oh my God, now I can rest. Oh. And OV is at 822 goals or 72 to tie the great one, 73 to break the record. Ovechkin and the Capitals do not start until tomorrow night. And the OV watch on this podcast is much like my sex life, way too early because <laughs> Ovechkin is a nine-time 50-goal scorer and his career high is 2007-2008. He scored 65 goals. 2007-2008, math guy here, that's 16 years ago. Yeah. More than likely he's not scoring 65 this Probably year. Probably not. And we started this Hobie Watch last year but if he manages to go 40 and 40 right uh, i'm not saying he did it but yeah. i mean i think we're a little premature yeah, on our sure. watch that but i said that all last year no. that that was that's the sarcasm that's the irony of this thing is like because when he gets to 866 every tom dick and harry is going to be doing the ov watch and all our nine listeners can say, well, the fucking flight football, anything else been doing the OV watch for two fucking years. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, but all no. right, NFL. Love it. Our picks last week, uh, piss poor one and three effort. Dave was one and one. I was owing two. I own it. And by the way, I didn't talk you out of the Atlanta Houston pick. I no. just corrected you yeah. on. Well, Your you gave, rationale. Yeah, you gave me additional good information that I thought would be relevant. And you backed off, but I still had Houston. Houston, I had plus one and a half. They lost by two. So, but so for the pod picks are 11 and nine for the season. Dave is six and four. I'm five and five. And my first pick of the week, Seattle's going to. Go west to east. The Bengals, who looked fabulous last week, are laying two and a half. I think the Bengals are going to win anywhere from six to ten points. Give me the Bengals minus two and a half points at home versus the Seahawks. All right. Minnesota at Soldier Field. Maybe because I just drove by Soldier Field on Sunday on my way home. The Bears look like they maybe have gotten some things figured they, out. In theory, in theory, they should be a few things. And, they should be two and three because they should have beat Denver. Should have, yeah. would have, and could have. Yeah. Right, right, whatever. right. They haven't in in in, in what is it? Um, most of their losses, it's only a one score game. Yeah, no. Who am I thinking of? Never mind. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's the not them. <laughs> okay. Um, so maybe I'm thinking of the Jets. But anyway, doesn't matter. Minnesota's laying three at Soldier Field. I think the Bears take them. I think Minnesota's a little bit. They're still confused. They still look confused. And, and Justin Jefferson's out. So yeah, Justin I, Jefferson's out. They right. still look confused. I, I'm hoping you're right. I'm. You know. So I've got the Bears on that one. You know, they get plus three. All right, what's your second pick? My second pick, 
Panthers at the Dolphins. Now they're they've got the Dolphins at minus 13 and a half. The fact that the Dolphins are home, the fact that the Panthers suck, I think the Dolphins are going to annihilate them. So I'm going with the, I'm going with Miami. Right, and then that was my actually third selection of the week. But we only give two. Right. So I, I like that as well. I mean, if the Lions, no disrespect to the Lions, because I know, and fuck, I've said on this pod, anything worse than 13-4 is a disappointment for the Lions. But the Lions threw 40 up, and I don't even think that most – Loyal Lion fan would say the Lions' offense is as as is as impotent is <laughs> as is as potent. Thank you. As the Dolphin, I mean, Dolphins have speed upon speed upon speed, and it is just it's gimmicky. Yeah, and as proved by the Bills. I, that's why I don't. I, I I give no credibility credibility to the Dolphins winning the Super Bowl. It's too gimmicky, and they're going to be they're going to be a pinball Madden type style. But the Panthers aren't the ones to debunk that. And I look for, like you say, it's probably going to be plus forty to twenty. Yeah. So forty to twenty is twenty points, and I think the Dolphins score more than. That's yeah. why my third, um, my number two, and I've lost track on who they were playing. Who is that? Oh, the oh, Atlanta's at home laying oh, yeah. two and a half to the Commanders. The Commanders just lost to the Bears. Enough said. Yeah, and I, Ritter looked, showed signs of promise. Fields lit the Commanders up for four touchdowns. So. I'm going Atlanta minus two and a half. So, flights football and anything else. Dave six and four. Mike five and five. Eleven and nine overall. Mike is taking Cincinnati laying the two and a half. Atlanta laying the two and a half. Dave has the Dolphins laying thirteen and a hook, and the Bears plus three. And shout out to new listener Kelly Fisher, sister of. At the Fishman 8, Dick Fisher. Hopefully Kelly listens more than Dick does because Dick doesn't listen. Dick told her to take the Buccaneers over the Lions. She Facebook messaged me and said, who would you take? I said, are you talking point spread or straight up? She said, straight up, Lions. I said, Lions are going 13-4. This is not one of their four losses. So we'll see if taking my advice or should she have taken her brother's advice and hopefully she listens to the pod because her brother doesn't. So if Kelly listens, welcome aboard, Kelly. Welcome. Dick, fuck you if you don't listen. <laughs> so. All right. All right. Is that it for sports? I think so. All right. Unless let's... there's any golf or. Nope. Oh, well, the there is, but it's not. WNBA magic. finals. Yeah. Who, who are in it? Who's in it? Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. I looked at it. I said, that's a question I'm going to ask Dave, and I never read it down, wrote it down, so I have no idea who's in it. But somebody's up two games in it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, you know, I just, there's only so much time, and I can only cover so much stuff, and unfortunately, nobody gives a shit. That's not one of them that I want to cover. All right. Uh, You're up. 
you're up on the Ripper. All right, so now here's one of those weird ratings. I rated the first pumpkin one 3.97. Yep. For what it was. Yep. I actually like this beer better. Like if, if tomorrow I, you know, I come over to the cell studio tomorrow and you say, hey, Mike, join me for a beer. I've got the caramel pumpkin. You said caramel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the ripper. Yeah. Let's go out on the back patio. What? Which one do you want? All right, give me the Ripper, Dave. I'll take the Ripper. Yeah. I rated the caramel pumpkin 3.97. I'm rating the Ripper 3.50, even though I like the Ripper better, but they're two different fucking beers. A lot of pumpkin shit is... Caddy Wampus, wickety whack, wickety whack. And the Ripper, I've had better IPAs, but the Ripper is a, that's very fucking solid. 3.50. All right. I'm going three. Like you I you said I didn't cheat. I kind of cheated, but I think I went 3.65 when Shelly and I were rating it at Broken Bat. All right. Fair yep. enough. All right. So. Uh, ironically though, only 437 check-ins. We got to get the folks that broke them. Come on, Grant, get those people in Milwaukee up and running. Right. And if we go into untapped and it's 3.73. So a little bit higher than us. So first untapped was between us. Second untapped, just a smidge above us. Correct. Well, that's all fine and dandy, Mike, but. We have the third tasting, and the third tasting is much anticipated. Maybe I could say it that way. Loyal listener Josh Windy calls up one day. Not calls, texts maybe. Yes. I can't remember. Send a picture. Send a picture and says, this is the best stout I've ever had. Right? Yes. Bourbon barrel stout. This stuff is amazing. Gushed over it. So we're like, all right, I got to get it. And actually, Just like say theria. <laughs> so, actually, he he went in halvesies with me on the four pack because it's it's a couple pennies, right? So, what we're gonna do because it's a seventeen percenter, we're gonna split one bottle. I think this might be a first in an actual tasting. And to be honest with you, in one podcast, we've split one 12 ounce beer and we're going to split one 12 ounce bottle. And I think it's the first time you and I possibly, unless we go back to, I think we drank a whole case of either Oktoberfest. Yeah, it was a whole case of Oktoberfest beers, weren't we? We were doing an Oktoberfest special a couple of years ago. We drank a case. Well, whatever. There, were, I thought there were 24 bottles in there, no? No, we had a, we had a lineup. Yeah. So I think we were splitting bottles because yes. it was just going to be too much to drink. Like, in one. There was no way it was a case. But. Okay. Not 24 right. separate right. bottles. Okay. Well maybe a 12 pack then. Yeah. We got something creating a little static here. We'll get over it. Yeah, we will. So what happened there? Turnover? Or they no, just get them. Incomplete. Incomplete. Okay. So but we have at, at six ounces a piece. When I finish this, even at 17%, is there something that we can, because we got a big segment three lined up for the listeners. Is there, 
anything in there that I can uh. finish wet my whistle with? Nope, just another one of those. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Well. Well. Uh, okay. Actually, there might be a little bit left in that ripper right there. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. There's enough in the ripper. Let me. Let me get that bad boy poured. Where? Yeah. Oh, I was drinking out of this one. What the hell is making the static? I don't know. I think this my earbud that I have, not in my ear when it rubs up against shit. Or draped over that cord right there. There we go. But it's been, it was draped over that cord the whole the whole time. Episode. Then never mind. It's not that then. All right. So I got a little bit of the ripper. All right. And, hey, who knows? Maybe because God, maybe you need I can do, Maybe I can do a half and a full of the seventeen percenter. <laughs> I knew, I knew as soon as we got to the third segment, I didn't want to start off with a 17 percenter because that would have been terrible. Yeah. So we've got the dragon's mill triple mash. It's a bourbon barrel aged stout and it's been aged for a minimum one year and zero IBUs. All right. Okay. And this is the 2023 version. There's a 2022 version, which has some different, um, I don't know if it's that or. Maybe it is. I didn't oh. even realize my phone was there. So you're gonna you're gonna take the top off the bottle. Yep. As Kansas City take I took the top off the bottle as Kansas City takes a three nothing lead over Denver. And you've got the Josh Windy Storm Cloud Brewing. Storm Cloud Brewing's out of Frankfurt, Michigan. There you go. That's probably half. Let's about see about six. And you're going with Jeff Laporte's fat pants. There you go. Yeah, you got you you got a little more than I did. That's what she said. But I'll still drink the other one, the full seventeen. All right, you ready? Getting anything? Smell? Yeah, it smells like it's a doozy. Cheers. So this one is might be one you want to sip, possibly. Yeah. Yeah, That's I'm not sure if I can do. One and a half. So we'll see how that goes. That's pretty smooth. That's very smooth for a 17% beer. A little bit on the finish. Yeah. And Millie Jackson says, fuck you. Yep. And... The only drawback, I think we've really hit a real good stride. I mean, the bulk of the 100 and, 190, come on, Mike, get with the fucking program. Fuck, I've taken one sip of the 17% and I'm already discombobulated. I think that might have been another word. I'm that is, that is. Um, Check. So I, I think the majority of the 200 episodes were on Sundays. Agreed. I think we've really hit our stride on Thursdays because it's only fair. I mean, on Sunday, you had to work Monday. I didn't. On Thursday, you have to work Friday. I have to work Friday. So even Steven. Right. And we've really hit a stride as we've done the last, I don't know, what's it been? Probably 20, 25-ish on Ish. Thursday. Yeah. Um. The only drawback to Thursday is when something in the sporting world happens that really fucking sends me through the roof and has me enraged like Red Sox rants yeah. that I've had before. Bears rants. I have three, yeah. four, five days to kind of like, 
all right, hey, grand scheme of things, it's really not a big deal, but this one does, I can't, I'd be remiss if I didn't remember this. And when we were on sports and we were talking college football from last week, I purposely left one out. Um, fortunately, these days at 56 years old, as a college football fan, I am probably a mediocre bandwagon guy. I don't live and die college like I used to. 20 years ago, this happened. We may, may not be doing this pod because I may have killed myself or had a massive coronary heart attack because I was so livid. But my fuck you of the week goes to Miami head coach. Now, Miami was never going to win the national championship this year. Yep. Just because there's just, just, the way the system works, there's just too many teams ahead of them. They were never going to win the national title game. But they were 4-0, and I believe yeah, they have Florida State coming up eventually here. They're 4-0 at home against Georgia Tech. Didn't play well. Georgia Tech was winning. Miami came back, took the lead. Georgia Tech took the lead. Miami took the lead. It was a game that wasn't going to do them any justice to move them up in the polls from their number 17 ranking. Bottom line is, the game's over. Miami wins. Well, <laughs> Miami wins if Mario Cristobal doesn't go all coach what I text you on. What's the guy's name from all the right moves? Uh, Craig T. Nelson. Nickerson. If, if, if Mario Cristobal doesn't go all, all, all coach Nickerson and run a play when legitimately they did not have to run a fucking play. Take a knee, game over, bye-bye, we win, we're 5-0. and all. He runs the play. Now, in fairness, in my opinion, the Miami running back, elbow hits the ground, the defender rips the ball out, call on the fields of fumble, they review it and say, hey, we really can't tell because it was close. So the call on the fields, a fumble. Substantiated, yep. Georgia Tech ball, three plays incomplete. Long pass behind the defense, long pass behind the defense, touchdown, one second to go. Georgia Tech beats Miami in a game that they should have fucking had the and I even said to Liz, Liz and I were watching the game in bed, and the Miami quarterback's in the shotgun formation, and I'm like, what is he doing? Snapped it, handed it off. The guy got about four yards, and then the fumble ensued, and it's like, why? Under center, hike, take victory the knee. formation, take the knee, walk off the field. You don't have to run another fucking play. How in the world? Okay, man, why didn't Coach Dawson go for two in the third quarter when they were down 11? If he would have went for those, those are all shit that every fan is going to, every fan is going to question. And those, are, hey, it is what it is. Heat of the moment. Uh, not semantics. Uh, what are they? Uh, metrics. Uh, what do they call that when they? Uh, the analytics. Thank you. The analytics of the situation say go for two or go for it on fourth down and uh, inside the fifty. Yeah. Um, you know, with nine minutes to go, and there's an analytic for everything. This isn't even that. This is fucking take a knee and the game is over. There's no analytics there. This, in my opinion, this is a fireable fucking offense. 
because he legit cost his team a 5-0 start. They were 17. They somehow stayed in the top 25. I think they fell to 23, 24, whatever it is. But at 17, hey, wasn't impressive. But, hey, they won a game against a conference opponent. Yeah. Still at 17. They're 5-0. They got Florida State coming up. And he fucking snaps the ball. I mean, it's, it was just like in uh, Jake Danieleski. He was the only one to commend me on it. I tweeted out. I said, the last time I seen a coach make a decision like this, Tom Cruise got kicked off the football team. <laughs> <laughs> it was a classic. Uh, other than Jake's like, it went right. over to fucking crooked. But it was fucking classic. <laughs> it was like, how in the, I mean, that, that legit is a, how do you, I mean, it would be just like you going into class tomorrow and saying, all right, well, we have a um, quiz on this subject matter, but uh, you know what? We're, what we're going to do is we're all going to fucking snort cocaine until one of us dies. You're probably getting fired if you fucking pull that out of the arsenal, right? <laughs> Don't you, don't you I, think? I would, I, would, I would assume so, yeah. <laughs> and it, it, that's how bad this fucking yeah. decision was. I mean, it's not like, like okay, um, Eberflus took shit for going for it instead of taking the lead on a field goal of 48 yards, which Santos is perfectly capable of making. But Eberflus is like, you know what? My defense kind of sucks. So I got to try to fucking go for it and just go for the jugular and win the game at the very end. All right. Yeah, that was a bad decision on his part, but it's like, you know, you see his logic because the Bears defense does suck. So you see his kind of logic. Right. There's no logic whatsoever involved in this decision. It's like hike the ball, take a knee, walk off the field with a fucking win. And he ran another play when he didn't fucking have to run another play. Fuck you, Mario Cristobal. And you're just lucky I'm kind of like a fair weather bandwagon. Although I've always said I'm not a bandwagon guy. College football these days I sure, am. I've just sure. got too many things on my plate. Yeah, yeah, well, and so, you're working Saturdays too. Right. And yeah. So, yeah. So college is... If a bear, if if the bears would have done that, I would be dead right now. <laughs> I literally would be like, I don't, I don't care if they were zero sixteen. If Eberflus doesn't take a knee and they lose a game instead and go one and sixteen instead of zero seventeen, I'd be dead. My heart would just explode. Miami, it was like, I can't believe you just fucking did that. And I kind of went into bed, rolled over, and went to sleep and slept like a baby. But. It's still a fuck you. It's like, dude, right. this is a Division One fucking college football program, right. and you fucking make a blunder like that. That's yeah, that's third, that's third grade coaches at Swan Valley Youth Football don't make that fucking mistake. Agreed. Oof. Anyway. Yeah. Where's the Tylenol? So my I can't even my fuck you doesn't even I don't even know if I can follow that up because <laughs> my fuck you is about donuts. So <laughs> All right. I can't I can't do that. Cops and donuts? No. 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 So <laughs> Shelly decides, and it's not, I better preface this really quick. This is not a fuck you to my wife. Okay? Right. Let's just make sure that we that we make that clear from the get-go. Yeah, because otherwise no sticky finger for you. <laughs> Shut up. I don't even know how that started. There I don't on, even on, know. On, I don't on, even know on. either. Move on. Uh so she promises the kids that she's going to take donuts for each team, you know, the Saturday morning of oh. the tournament in Milwaukee. Right. So we spend some time mapping out 
Where's the Walmart? Where's everything else? She wanted to go to Walmart. She knew Walmart, you know, would probably have the the least expensive donuts because it would be for uh twenty, you know, twenty five and twenty five. So we'd have to get fifty donuts. So you know, it's like forty, twelve. That's four dozen, five dozen donuts. So she or says, "Fifty we're bucks." Yeah, we're gonna stop at Walmart. You know, so we go to Walmart. Or five dozen, like a voodoo donut would be yeah a lot <laughs> so the first stop was at walmart in brookfield now brookfield just outside of wisconsin is somewhat similar to i would say like a bloomfield hills sort of maybe not quite a bloomfield hills for those of us in michigan and familiar with detroit so um really nice area but on the outskirts of bloomfield they have a walmart so we stopped at walmart no bakery. Wow. Really? No, no bakery. They had some baked goods, but no bakery. They had, a, they had a few little cupcakes. As you're talking, I'm trying to visualize like Brockway. Is there a bakery in Brockway? I don't know. No, yeah, I, there might not be bakeries at Walmart. Well, we found a bakery at a Walmart in, where were we last time? Oh, in, at Michigan Tech. They have a bakery at the Walmart in Houghton, Michigan. In any event, that's right, what yeah. sent us there because we did that right. last time. So I'm like, okay, oh shit. All right, so let's go to Meyer. There's a Meyer in Wisconsin. Okay. Just up the road, three miles. We go to Meyer. We get to Meyer. There's like 10 donuts left in the in the cabinets and nothing on the shelves. Not even the day olds. There's some donut holes, but no donuts. I'm like, why don't we get some donuts? No, no, no. I promised them donuts. I said I'd get donuts, so I, I gotta get donuts. It's like, oh, shit. All right. Well, there's a Costco back by the Walmart. So we drive back three miles, right? Right. We go to Costco. We drive in. I said, what time is this thing open? Like, at this point, it's about 8.15, 8.20. And she looks. No, no. It was about 8.40. Sorry, 8.40. I said, is it open at 9? She's like, uh, oh, shit. It's open at 9.30. Ah, oh, damn it. All right. So Michigan Costco membership goes. We're ho- we were hoping, okay. we were hoping, All we right. were going to try it. So now we've been to Walmart, Meyer, Costco. Games have already started at eight thirty. Both yeah, Max and McKenna. So, so ain't nobody known us now. No. Games have started. No. So we end up going back. We pick some cider up at Meyer, and we start looking around. And we're like, "All right, where's donuts? Where's donuts?" And Shelley's like, "There's a Dunkin' Donuts up the road, and it's towards the fields." I'm like, "All right, whatever." So $70 later at Dunkin' Donuts, we each got a coffee. Which is a solid fucking donut. So, I mean, you know, it's, yeah. it's better than Meyer, Walmart, Costco would have got you. So you got to pay. But it's 70, you got to pay up. It's 70 fucking dollars for donuts. It is what it is. Yeah. What other parents brought donuts to the Frisbee team? Yeah. Not nobody. If it would have been, been a real sport, there right. would have been all sorts of parents bringing donuts. Right. But Frisbee, not so much. <laughs> Come on so now. now wait Come on now. Well, it's yeah. true, though, right? If that would have been a major league Like deal, football that, or are you saying like a football or a yes. baseball? Okay, I got you. Right. Yeah, I wasn't insulting Frisbee players. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying you yeah. were the only parents to do it. Sure. So sure. Now the, the key is though, because my fuck you is gonna go to the people that don't eat those seventy dollars worth of donuts. Oh, well, they you? were gone. Okay. Oh yeah. Then there. They so were gone. I have no fuck you to your cider and the donuts annihilated. Yeah, gone. Yeah. 
I would rather have milk and donuts. I don't like, I'm not a cider guy. Well, with the milk, it may have weighed some well, yeah, down. Well, yeah, and, you know, and play, I, that was yeah. just me yeah, yeah. throwing out a, Sure, sure. I would agree yeah, with you yeah. 100%. Right. Yeah. So it's basically to, you know, it's to Meyer and Walmart and Costco. It's like, come on, man. I'm, I'm trying to get some stuff done in the morning here. I don't care, you know, if your employees were out drinking beer the night before, you know, you got to open this shit up and, you know, make donuts available. Well, absolutely. I, and now, but I, I'm going tomorrow morning when I'm on my work schedule, I'm going to Walmart Brockway and see if they have, I know they have like a deli. I don't know if they have bakery at Walmart Brockway, but it, they I'm might not. See. Yeah. So. Cause there's too many in the area. So why right. do a bakery if, yeah. Right. All right, I gotta meditate because I'm on I'm on the opposite of a heater. What's the opposite of a heater? I don't think a I've drought. been a drought. Sure. All right, so I'm meditating. Oh, and I'm not sure if this is in your wheelhouse, or as Brian Adams would want me to say, I'm not sure if this is your genre. Okay. Of music. Sure. But the real the real pressure is on our Alanis Morissette. One of our <laughs> One of the members of our intro, Eric, outro. What is yes, it? Yeah. outro. Intro, outro, music. Yep. Tweaks Corner, Eric. Yep. He's the one that picked the number. Okay. And I told him to do it. I said, you you have to get this. I said, I'm not even sure if you're a fan of this band, but you have to get this. All right. And I'm, per usual... And I think even Grandpa Blackhawk's getting this one. Okay. But I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it fits in your wheelhouse. All right. But as always, I'm just going to start with the read. We got four lines. Here we go. Ready? Yep. White man came across the sea. He brought us pain and misery. Oh, I should know this. He killed our tribes. Yeah. He killed our creed. He took our game for his own need. Shit. I should know this. This is, yes, absolutely. Uh, I don't Eric, listen to I, it. I told Eric, I said, if Eric, I said, Eric, if you don't get this, oh. we are no longer texting. I, and it's a lot of pressure to put on somebody because Eric and I are friends and for me to say I'm no longer texting you, this is a lot of pressure for Eric, but he, Eric's got to get it. Eric's yelling at the fucking radio right now. Well, here, Come I, on, Dave, you motherfuckers. <laughs> I absolutely know I should know this. I've heard the lyrics before. It's not something I listen to on any regular basis. No, no not at all. It's not in my it, playlist, right. but this is a classic. And I told, I told Eric, I said, the pitch is going to be very difficult for me to hit. Yeah. But you don't even need to because I know I'm going to. But I'm, I think I'm if, I, if, I, think if I give for, you, I think if I give you my version of it, maybe it helps. But here's the thing: what popped into my head originally was Ozzy, and I know it's not Ozzy. No, it's um, definitely not Ozzy. Um, it's not NXS. No, hell no. It's not Sticks. No, no, <laughs> no. So let's let's go with who it is. Yeah. I just said Ozzy popped into my head for some reason, and I'm like, no, it's not Ozzy, but then I couldn't get Ozzy out of my head. 
Um, and by the way, my Bon Jovi re- rendition last week went over well with phone oh, fans. No, it was I excellent. Said. No, I, w- I listened but to it. But you said like I a- fucking was too close to the mic, and I told you, I said, you got to make love to the mic when you're singing, bro. Well, that whole part, actually, that was pretty funny because I made mention like, hey, I got I to gotta, like put this stuff away, and I don't want to touch <laughs> your like saliva. Anyway. Um, White man came across the sea. He brought us pain and misery he killed our tribes he killed our creed he took his game for his own need we fought him hard we fought him well out on the plains we gave him hell oh my god Uh, number 45 on the top 100 songs of 1980s of the 1980s Five, yeah, four. I know I've three, two. It's not. No, it's not. Never mind. That was be a stupid guess. Eric, if you don't get this, we're done. <laughs> I, I'm finding a new band for intro outro music. You better get it. <sighs> Run to the hills. Run I know. I know. No, that's, that's the that's the pitch I couldn't yeah, hit. No, yeah, don't hit that. Run to the hills, yeah. Iron Maiden, number Iron forty-five. Maiden. Yeah, I don't. Yes, All right. yes. I right. heard it many times. Again, not on my playlist, not in my genre, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Are we cracking the second triple mash? Or, oh no, I got a fucking. <laughs> no, you got that right there. All right, but only if you don't want to like be cognizant at work tomorrow. So yeah. that should well, be we'll good. We'll see how I stand after finishing your uh, right. the ripper. So right. I had I had a couple of player passes. All right, let's rip it. All right, and then we've got a Mount Rushmore for today. Yes, yes, yes. we do. As corny as a Mount, the Mount. It is corny. Yeah. Maybe I better not do that second 17%. As corny as the Mount Rushmore is, it's very solid, and I hope to fucking put it on there. Of your Mount Rushmore, because what I'm going to do, it's yeah. so corny. Yeah. I'll put on the Facebook page, Flights Football, anything else. If you haven't fucking found us there yet, fucking go there, like us, follow us, whatever it is. And I'll put who had the better, not total, who yeah. had the the one Mount Rushmore better one. Was yeah. it Dave or me? Yep. And if you have a better one than either Dave or I, post it. Okay. But we'll get to Mount we'll get Rushmore to in a second. We're going to do a little player pass right now. Well, I only I only have two, so yep, it'll be short because out of all the stuff that was out there, nothing really popped out at me except for these two things that might lead to some kind of small discussion or an opinion. First one, do you know who Charles Feeney is? No. Because he paid probably millions of dollars to make sure that you didn't know who he was. Have well, then ever, his money was well spent. It was well spent. Have you ever heard of duty-free shops? <laughs> what a duty-free shop is? Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. started them. He, really? he, he was the owner of them. I like to shop at the duty-free shop. <laughs> I like so, to sh- Who is that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Come on. I really don't know. Fucking Kramer. <laughs> really? From Seinfeld. I missed it. I don't know. No, I... <sighs> You're, <laughs> Sorry. you're killing me small all right Sorry. anyway go ahead so, so what's Char- this guy's name so charles feeney all right 
So he started off as a tech investor, but he originally he got together with this with this guy and he pioneered the duty free shops that had shops all over the world, every major airport. Right. Right. So he died Monday at 92. He pledged to donate nearly all of his $8 billion fortune to charity before he died. And he did it. Donated all $8 billion. Well, this is the thing that was funny. In the article, it said he donated all $8 billion, but he did leave a couple million to his kids. Well, okay. So that's, if you're going to ask me to play or pass, I'm going to play with that question. It's like, so he had nobody to leave it to. Well, he did. Okay, and he left a couple million? Well, he he left a couple million, and then he left, in some of his smaller enterprises, he left his uh, at least one of his children from the article, I remember, in charge of that. Like, you know, president, CEO, so whatever. So what did he give to charity? Do you, do you know what the total what? Money, money he gave to charities? It's close to $7.5 billion. All right, yeah, then I'll play, and you are new, now the new recipient of a fuck you for this week because if you're going to leave $7.5 billion and then give your fucking family a token couple million, fuck you. Yeah. Leave a few million to charity, take care of your own. Now, his wife apparently- That, that agree- fucking irritates me. It's like you're, you're going you're gonna shit to on, shit on your fucking family. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm mad. Now you fucking ruined my day. God damn it. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize for that. Sorry to ruin your night. Yeah, but that's fucking stupid. Now, in in I don't know. It never said in the article. It didn't talk about and his your duty-free shops doesn't really, really shit save me money because I look at fucking prices in the duty-free shop and they're fucking pretty fucking ex- yeah. the same as I pay at that fucking liquor store and crash. So... In the in the interim, like his kids were running some of these businesses for a while before he started giving away the money, right? So in I'm just to not to try to make you feel better. This is not to make you feel better, but if I'm looking at the timeline of when all these things when all these things happened, his kids were probably pretty well off prior to him giving his money away. It's not about whether they're they're well off or not, Dave. It's you're going to give more to charity than you are your family, and I'm against that. Some people find that heroic. I don't. Yeah, it's like fucking give it to your family, like if if and they can decide what to do with it. At episode two eighty eight of this podcast, when it blows up and we're bigger than Joe Rogan and we're making millions and millions of dollars, I'll give sixty six dollars to the church, and then Justin and Nick are getting the rest. Right. That's the way I'm rolling. I got gotcha. you. If the I, church fucking buttons their shit up, I might give them 100. I might round it up to 100. Okay. Otherwise, it's 66. $66, and the millions go to my son. What's with the $66? I don't know. You just made it's that just, up right yeah, off the top of your head. Yeah, that's the number that I spit out, whatever. Okay. Right? Right. All right. We got your opinion on that one. Okay, right. next one. Player pass. Have you ever been to Vegas? Yes, one time with Liz. Okay, many did, years. Did ago. you enjoy the trip? We liked it, but of all the trips Liz and I have done, Vegas rank, ranks way down the list. Okay, so there's a bunch of stuff out there, and I've seen a lot of it across 
any of the media platforms and that stupid ball amphitheater thing. I don't know if you've seen it or not. No. Okay. So Vegas is trying to reinvent itself and between formula run one races. So they've got NASCAR races, NASCAR races, oh. formula one races. Um, they've got, uh, now they've got a uh, pro football team. Uh, what else have they added in the last? The Oakland athletics are moving there. Yes. Yes. So that and the sphere. So it's a, it's a high tech traffic stopping amphitheater clad with 1.2 million led screens, right? It's 360 feet tall. So it's an amphitheater. It's a, it's a, it's a big ball in the middle of Vegas and you can put anything like the, the 1.2 million led lights on the thing. You can put anything on this big ball on the outside of it. Is it too much? Is it, are they trying to, did they waste their money? Yeah, did they people come player pass, build it and they will come. Okay. I'll play build it and they will come. And that's what I'll say. Okay. I mean, I mean, that's what Vegas is. I yeah. Mean, you. Okay. Yeah. You expect bigger and better in Vegas. Yeah. So like when they put you like what you're saying is like when they built New York, New York, and they put a roller coaster in the right. middle of the hotel. Yep. You'll, you'll go there just like the uh, right. field of dreams in Iowa. Build yeah. it and they will come. Gotcha. All right. That's it for player pass. All right. All right. So anyway, as corny as this sounds, folks, we're ending episode 200 with a Mount Rushmore. Knock, knock jokes. If I can get off my lazy ass and post it, you guys vote for which one of ours is better, or if we missed one, go ahead and share it with us. Now, again, I talk a good game here Thursday night, drinking, and next thing you know, it's next Thursday night, episode 201, and I have forgotten everything we've talked about here tonight. But anyway, so we have a Mount Rushmore as corny as it may seem, but of knock-knock jokes. Right. So, yeah. Who's who's going first, Dave? Me or you, you? are. All right. So, we're going we're going we're going to play it in fashion and we're not going to spend a lot of time on this. No. There's we're, we got four jokes. So, knock-knock. Who's there? Spell. Spell who? Okay. W H O. All right. Knock knock. Who's there? A week. A week who? Oh yeah, week who. <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? A little old lady. <laughs> A little old lady who? Hey, I didn't know you could yodel. That's a classic. All right, knock knock. Who's there? Pecan. Pecan who? Pick on somebody your own size. Knock, knock. Who's there? Dozen. Dozen who? Need my readers? Doesn't anyone want, doesn't anyone want to let me in? All right. Knock, knock. Who's there? I eat mop. I eat mop who? Ew. All right. And my favorite. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mikey. Mikey who? Mikey doesn't work here. Can you let me in? 
And I had to read that like twice. And I'm like, my, oh, my key doesn't work here. Can you? Oh, anyway. So. Yeah. All right. Last one. Knock, knock. Who's there? Urine. Urine who? You're insecure. Don't know what for, though. All right. All right. There we go. There you go. Knock, knocks. A simple, cheesy episode 200, Mount Rushmore. And again, if I fucking get off my lazy ass, I'll post it. I'll say, hey, of the eight, which one did you like best? If you have a better one, post it. But do not hold your breath. All right. You're up first, Dave. Okay. We're writing Dragon's Milk, Triple Mash, 17%, zero IBUs, the 2023 version. And I am going, I'm going to have to rate it like we were rating at the Maple Grill when we were judges for the the regional uh, club beer tasting contest. And I'm going to go 4.1. 4.10. And I went. What say you? I went 3.99 just because I didn't know if it was four worthy, but I I went, I really liked it because it was at 17%. It was very smooth. Very. So. Very good. And the untapped crowd, let's see, for New Holland Brewing in Holland, Michigan. That's where Dragon's Milk, they, they make that brand. And. 2.3 thousand check-ins, right? Yes, sir. The average for the 2.3 thousand check-ins, 4.45. Woo! Yes, I think, I think those are alcoholics. <laughs> and just loving the fucking high ABV. But, right. I mean, I mean, we weren't way off. One beer I mean, and you're done for the night. We weren't way off. I no, mean, it was no, 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 no. We were in that. We four, were in that. four, five, four, one, two, three, nine, nine. Yeah. So. Yeah. Agreed. What? Yeah. What glass am I going on? Strong. All right. Anything else, Dave? I do not have anything else for tonight. Well, that's a good thing, Dave, because as I look down the bottom of my glass. For the 200th time, I can see I'm out of beer. And as the late, great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here.